and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 366. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneed. What's up? Corey Feinside. Hello. And Tony Korkanakis. Boom! Spooky edition. Yeah, welcome everybody to Ooh. our Halloween episode. Ooh. We are going to do our top 13 movies of all time. Scary movies. Scary movies. Scary slash horror. Scary slash horror, because it doesn't have to be scary if it's horror. We, you could find it funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's coming up in this podcast. We, we compiled a list. We weighted it by points in order. That Checked we it twice. Yes. In, in, in <laughs> Multiple place, times, actually. Wait, yeah. actually? <laughs> there were four mixing eyes. mixing up the holidays, man. There were four eyes on the <laughs> list. So, oh, four eyes. There were four sets of eyes on the list. Oh, a nightmare before Christmas. Hmm. So, there you go. <laughs> um, Honorable mention. <laughs> All right, let's get the box office. Talk about Happy Death Day, Blade Runner, not doing well, The Foreigner, It, talking about horror movies, and The Mountain Between Us. Those are your top five. What the hell is but Happy for, Death Day? It's it's a little it's bit of a horror movie. movie in America. Um, it's basically some girl gets killed, and it, she plays that day on repeat until she doesn't get killed. Yeah, I guess. So until it's she doesn't a get Groundhog killed. Day. Yeah, it's also uh, her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that did 26.1. Blade Runner, which is not doing well in the box office, uh, 15.5. I don't know how much more they could have really expected from it. Like, I don't know it's what they were saying. very niche. I mean, yeah. this is what I see. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it does have a pretty good cast. So, I don't know. Sure. I thought... But we talk about star power, and it doesn't draw anymore. So, The Foreigner. The stars the foreigner, have faded. It and the mountain between us. That's your box office opening this week is Saw. Well, Jigsaw. Uh, hmm. The reboot of the Saw series after seven movies. Oh, so wait, this is a full reboot. Mm. There's oh, no oh, such man. thing. It's a refresh. Oh, I'm going to call it well, a refresh. I, that's what I'm saying. Is it, is it, does it, is it, it the, within the same universe? Yes. Like the same plot, the same characters? Like it's not. It, it's within the same universe. It's not okay. a remake, or it's it's not going back in time, I don't think. No, it's a refresh, from what I understand. The fuck is a refresh? Like, they're um, trying to breathe new life in the same... They movies. renamed it Jigsaw instead of having Saw 10, 12, Saw 15. Okay, 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 that's it, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a different moniker, uh, that's we'll all. Okay, great. I think a refresh Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to have a refresh. <laughs> all right, so that's your box office. Rebranding, rebranding. Rebranding, that's good, that's so. good. Clear uh, Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi Clear. Um, New Coke. Yeah, it, it won't last long. Um, let's see here. I don't have any of the movie news open, so I'm going to get into that while we're talking. Uh, why do I have three sixty? Well, I mean, there's a whole shit show, and the floodgates have been opened. And well, yes, uh, we can talk about. Wow, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. First, let's just kick it off with the most important thing of the last uh, week and a half week: uh, the Harvey Weinstein uh, situation, uh, which is just unbelievable what's been going on in hollywood for 20 decades 30 decades. years yeah i mean jesus <laughs> there's not i mean there's not much more you can say like i'm the more and more people are coming out on this like the story not to get me wrong like when i say the floodgates are opening i'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily but oh. you have to imagine that there are opportunists out there as well that are going well, to be yeah. Out there. And it just stinks because then those people are getting thrown in with people that are actually affected. And so you, you got to give them as much, you know, sympathy as the rest of these people. But you know there's going to be some people out there sure, who are just trying sure. Sure. That's to gonna be the case. And But, you like, you have to treat every case with, you know, Yeah, I mean, I, you and, have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and then you situation. have to – You can't be like, well, I'm a little – I mean, that's – I mean, yeah. we had a big, long talk about in Slack, I guess, yeah. about – both ways, mm. you know, I mean, many it's, sides. It's many unbelievable. Sides. I, I, I think it's it's appalling what's been going on, and I'm glad it's coming out now. And people are mm. calling them out. And I mean, that's the thing is we got to rebuild this. Well, the difference is the calling out because people kind of assumed this was happening all the yeah. time, but no one talked took, about that's it. The crazy part. Well, it took like uh, a figurehead like, what do you, like this what do you guy think these doing it for do? so long that I it's what think thing is. A movie. Yeah. Well. Apparently I'm and wrong. What I'm else? Na- apparently I'm naive in my in my stance that I feel like they should produce a movie. And um, the, the other the other thing that's sort of troubling about this is that this has spotlight because you know these are famous people. 
think about every other industry in the world well, it's that coming doesn't, out like crazy now this is going to extrapolate it's out it's everywhere and it's not it's, not no, that it's it hasn't so different been. it's not just hollywood i'm sure obviously any right. big nobody thing said it was find the same no, thing this, I'm glad this, That's, but this is this is yeah. the point of like this is what hollywood can like stars can do is they can in, right. inspire people to but, actually come out and do this. right but the, the point of this is that people who are celebrities who are big name who are millionaires if not you know richer than that are saying that that we were victims of you know sexual harassment and mm. abuse. So now the average person, the average whatever, it could be like, wow, it happened to me, it happened to them. Like, and wow. the sad part is that it took this long because it needed to build up as many people as it did. Because people have been talking about this for yeah. decades, they just didn't have a voice because there wasn't enough people behind them. Now that there's just people coming out like every day, every, every hour, yeah. it's somebody else is coming out to support this. Uh, that's why it's happening now. But like again, we've been saying people have been mentioning it, people have been trying to speak up about it, but they just get shot down and who knows, people are trying to cover it up and things like that. So yeah, it just I mean, took uh, until now. Like the, it just there was a breaking point and in, in now is when it's happening. Yeah, it, it's crazy because um you read how like uh was it Seth McFarn uh made a joke at one of the award shows where he's like, and now, you know, now that you got this award, you know, five women don't have to Pretend you know, to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. And just like, damn, like, you know, everybody at the time thought it was just a burn. It's like, that was that intentional, was like fully yeah. intentional. And then I just read this other article. Who was it? Came out. She said, there's another actress that basically uh, said something on the red carpet. And basically, after that, she got like blacklisted from like a lot of studios because she tried to give people the heads up, like, hey, Weinstein invites you up to a hotel room. Don't take it. Like, just straight up. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, the response around. from a lot of people, like, I mean, this is getting getting more graphic here. I mean, we have an explicit rating, just so we know. But getting more graphic, <laughs> like, I mean, there's one actress came forward today talking about how he would show, he just showed up in her room and was like, masturbating in front of her. And then when yep. she reported it, they said, oh, that's just Harvey. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Now, the thing that, uh, I don't even know I mentioned it in a second, but the thing that I find just absolutely r- ridiculous above all I mean, included with all this stuff, is that he actually had it in his contract at, you know, Weinstein Company, that as long as he paid out of pocket any legal fees regarding himself, he was immune to being, like, fired. So all these things that got swept under the rug, like the whole Rose McGowan thing, you know, because she settled for $100,000 out of court. Yeah. You know, he didn't get in trouble for it because he paid it out of pocket and the company didn't have to incur any losses on his behalf. So that's why, like... They, they basically or get publicize it or yeah. anything. Yeah. Right, exactly. So like the company itself was complicit in it and it just seems like the other week for some reason people just had enough of it. It was like, yep, this is fucking stopping. Do we remember stops. who or what was the first thing that came out that started it? I don't even remember. The big one was Rose. The New York Times. Well, well, no, 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 no. The New York Times was for Ben Adams. No, no, there, was a, there was a guy the who told me a story yeah. uh, at NBC. He's like, I have this story on Harvey Warren's I want to do. It's at NBC. And he's at NBC. They're like, okay, go with it. And then he brings it to them and like, we're, we're not running That's this. Right. Yeah, and then they, right. they try to cut that. Was that, 10, then, yeah. that was over 10 years ago, but the New York Times picked it up, I thought, right? They did, finally. They they, they published it recently. So Yeah. Uh, and that did start it. And then the Rose McGowan thing just... And once that came out, then people started saying, hey, I'm part of this and so forth. And again, the floodgates are opening. And now you hear about all these crazy things that have been happening in the industry, which is, it's good to, you know, bring that to it's light. getting that's, it out and it's hopefully cleaning it up. That That's that's the good thing about this. The only good thing coming out of this is... And the thing is, like, people knew this shit was happening. Like, everybody, and deep down, I think we all kind of knew... Like, things we, like mean, this were happening, right, but like, you just kind of don't really think about it because... Well, you don't imagine it's that bad, bad either. I mean, like, right, everybody everywhere. knew the joke about the joke about, like, the casting couch and stuff like that. Like, yep, right. okay, yeah. you sleep with me, I'll get There's you. a reason why there's, like... Right, a, right exactly. But, you know, to the, to the point where it's just, like, straight up, you know, I'm going to assault you and right. do things against you. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not... Right, the first thing, like, the casting couch, okay, look... I'm not saying I would do it, but I, I understand the people that that would partake in that. I mean, it's mutually beneficial. Like, I'm not proving it. I'm not saying, you know, whatever, but I can understand that. That's consensual. Yeah, I mean, the like, other thing, all the stuff, that's not consensual. Like, fuck that. That's, yeah. well, that's the thing is, like, when it gets to the point where, like, you know, they say, like, you know, you're not going to do it. Someone else will. You know, how where's that line? Right. You know, like, yeah. I can get some actress to come in here and do yeah. this for me or whatever and – Exactly. Like, and it's one thing to, to do it, but then to be like, yeah, like, you can't talk to 
about this to anybody or we like I'll ruin your reputation, your career. Black. Like so like it's like just shitting on somebody that just got shit on. It's you know, slap in the face, getting hit twice, whatever you want to call it. It's just wow, okay, so kick a wonder down. So it's fucked up. Uh, but then uh, you know, Corey, not to, to single you out, but I know your boy Ben Affleck got uh caught up in this crosshire with Rose McGowan. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to uh, not be upset and like uh, saddened by all this stuff. And obviously Ben Affleck put himself out there and uh, was called out on it. I mean, if you're going to put yourself out there and say you're, you know, obviously he has daughters too. So he's probably in a different situation, but you know, put yourself in a position where you knew that something like this was happening. Uh, you know, maybe you could have done something. I don't know. We can't say for sure, but it's sad to know that uh, it's a big fan of Ben Affleck that I am, that he knew about something like this happening and, wasn't able to do anything about it and i guess it's you can't necessarily yeah. blame him because you don't know the circumstances but right, i don't know the circumstances. Well, i don't i don't blame for that like if he knew and couldn't or didn't do anything that's one thing but i personally dislike how he came out appearing to be like an ally uh to women or champion to women and stuff like that well again um, like it, his situation he's in now you don't know where he's where he's in his life now compared to when he was then and Again, yeah. like what we do is we kind of just dismiss things that we feel we don't have any control over sometimes, and so he may may not have thought about it in a while, and then he only got caught. I mean, well, he only got caught because he 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 tried to pretend like he was. Yeah, it, it would have been well, better I, I, if he I'm just saying, didn't say anything. I can't say he's pretending. I mean, I he could totally be on the side of it. I mean, it's that saying like he could, but I mean, I could try to whitewash it. his own history. I mean, scrub out you know the slave owning stuff. What does that have to do with that, Tony? <laughs> His character? I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's not one I don't, thing that's not related to the other whatsoever. It's, it speaks volumes to his character. You don't agree to do a show that says, "Hey, we're gonna." Look the only thing it talks about like, is that he's worried about public uh, relations. Uh, that's it. Don't don't talk about that one that one family member, please. Like, just scrub that out. Yeah, I mean, we all have a family member we'd rather not mention. <laughs> well, don't agree to be on a show then. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, well, who knows? Like you again, like I think I mentioned plan. in Slack, I have no idea about my family history. I was I was adopted when I came over, and if they did the research on my ancestry, and I found out that I was like, right. but would you agree to that? Would you sign a contract that said, yeah, we're going to do this? I mean, I, if you didn't know, maybe, maybe. I it's well, then you, you can't complain about it search. afterwards. Sure, I can. It's my family. Yeah, I mean, you're going to promote <laughs> it later with your face on it. Why wouldn't you want to be able to control what's out there? I mean, I, mean, I think that's a human perhaps, reaction to that. I don't it's know. not a I human just... reaction. That's a scumbag reaction. Oh, come on. I, 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 I know you guys love to rail on Ben Affleck. It's <laughs> it's like, he puts himself in bad positions. Um, and there's like that other thing with Jason Momoa. Where, <laughs> just, he's a piece that, of shit. I understand. The Jason Momoa thing was a, a context. Jason Momoa is completely, completely different. Right, we got a big no, like, I just, coming up I just later. We're say, never going to agree on this. <laughs> well, that's the thing. is like People just take context out of everything. No, no, like, no. So no. why? No. Wait, whoa. Uh, listen, I know you're defending Affleck here with, with... Not defending, defending, but you're defending the certain point of his, his character with like maybe he's changed. I understand people can change with this. I get just saying, because Jason Momoa has like, been a big advocate for certain things after he's made that comment. When he was before, I, that was like... I think he, yeah. was, he was already starting. Yeah. He was already making that movie while he was making that comment. So yeah, he was. That was 2012. That movie. When did he make that comment? Cal Drogo was that? That was like 2011. Yeah, it was close. I mean, it was. What I, is this comment? He said he after he made that comment, he felt terrible. He, he decided right. to make that movie because of the things to, right. to spread the word about that. And that's the I thing. Mean, that's is the like thing. people like, can. He, he but he immediately more. apologized with it. And it was in the context of it. I'm not saying it forgives it, sure. but I mean, he was talking about his character in the show. No, I understand, but that still like can be upsetting to people. Sure, I mean, it can. But no, then, absolutely. But right. then, like, there's but things don't joke about. That, people... You know, rape is one of them usually, and so. Right, but I mean, I don't see where it goes. Just a bad taste. Anyway, I'm just saying. I mean, all I'm saying is people's lives and where they are and different points of them are totally different. Like years later, like you can't say one thing and then say they're exactly the same, because who knows? They could have learned. They could have changed. We don't know enough to really pass well, judgment. Uh... I mean, you can de- you can decide that you know enough, but that doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, I think we know enough. Right. Yeah, I think you think you know enough. That's whatever. I don't think he deserves to be Batman. I will. In, in fact, that- I, I I went from banking and betting that he wasn't going to be Batman to I literally hope he's not Batman anymore after this. Oh, that's right. not new. Come on. 
<laughs> no, I didn't care. I, I didn't care about him either way. I said he was a decent part of the actual Batman v Superman. Now I, I really don't think he deserves to wear the cow at all. All right. I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say something that somebody said. You know, I wouldn't if he, if it hadn't been for the other thing where he's trying to like block, like say you can't talk about this part. So I don't. I really don't that's think that's more a, recent. I probably would have done that's the same. more recent than than this was. This was like you know, seventeen years ago. Uh, I can say yes, people can change within that time. But then he did it with with this, like the character wise. I mean, they question his character on that more than anything. The more recent thing than than what he did here. I mean, yes, it's it's terrible. What he and then, did. And but then you just all these girls that are coming uh, forward saying that he harassed them at shows and, and after parties and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. So, anyway, you, you see all the smoke. You could say there's not a fire, but you know. yeah. Um. All right. So, it's terrible news. What what what's been going on in Hollywood? And I'm, uh, either way, let's forget who's. I mean, not forget who's involved, but clean the shit up. You know, clean the shit up. Um, Don't be a douchebag. Yeah. It's pretty easy. All right. Uh, some quick news we have, uh, and then we'll get into our list. Um, Mark Ruffalo actually accidentally streamed uh, on Instagram. <laughs> Like the first like fifteen minutes of Thor Ragnarok. Did you see Tom Holland? Did you see Tom Holland's remarks on Twitter? Can no, I please? I didn't see that. Can I please have a script for Infinity War? Ruffalo leaked fifteen minutes of Ragnarok because they won't because they're so afraid of Tom Holland leaking the script for Infinity War. Really? Yeah, he's he, he saying stuff. That's he's not, why. Yeah, he's not allowed to have a script. Like, and in fact, Ruffalo was the guy that was like joking about it because he kept doing that. He's like, nah, he he can't say anything. You know, he, yeah, because like I know they kind of like. Like give give Holland a lot of shit because he's a kid. Yeah, he, um, he always ran, he ran like he started saying tons of stuff and it was like, yeah. I, what was it? Um, you can't say these things, man. <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, ben the Cumberbatch. Ben the Cumberbatch is like he's on an interview with him and Tom Holland starts saying things. He's like he just starts looking at Tom Holland <laughs> and he stops and he's like. Changing the he didn't say changing the subject, but he's like, let's talk about this instead. <laughs> it was just an amazing interview. You could just see it, and then like Ruffalo came out and started like covering his mouth, Tom Holland's mouth. I'm like, and then he did this, which is hilarious to do this on Instagram. He's screaming like 15 minutes at the beginning of the movie, and it was How like, I was running on his phone, and everybody's like, you got to watch it, and it took him that it took him a long time to realize it was not. It was like it was streaming. That's it was hilarious. running on his phone. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. So if you saw it, hey, that sucks for you. I, I wouldn't have watched it anyways. I don't want to get spoiled. But No, I want to see that on the big screen. Yeah, it's thought, we're, we're just a couple of weeks off anyway. So yeah. yep. I'm sure uh, those first 15 minutes are the trailer anyway. Yeah. Did, um, well, maybe. Did you guys check out the Black Panther trailer? I heard it was kind of spoilerish too. Um, I didn't see it. I watched like two-thirds of it just now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all right. There, there's a lot going on. You see a lot of I'm not too concerned Wakanda. about spoilers, Black Panther, because okay. like it looks like not much. From what I hear, though, like it, it's got a feel of like Iron Man one. Like really, they they want him to like they have a feeling of him wanting to take the mantle here for Iron Man, which makes sense for our actors' negotiations. I, I guess I didn't get that. That's what I got when I was reading about. No, I didn't really think about that either. Watching what I, I mean, saw, <laughs> as far as like taking a mantle over, I, I always saw can't a little. I was gonna say Cumberbatch uh, was. I felt like he was the one they were kind of grooming for that more than possibly, anyone else. But, but in the trailer, I, I watched the trailer. It's like again, I didn't. I don't care too much about spoilers for this movie. It seems kind of like a separate thing from the um, MCU. Yeah, more. it's very self-contained. It looks like. And uh, I'd say, yeah, I mean, I'd say it's definitely very exciting looking, and yeah, I'm super hyped for it. So I'm more hyped for Black Panther than I was for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Wow say that cool. much cool which uh came out today by the way i haven't gotten it picked up it's at my parents house uh i got i got the steelbook of that so me too yeah um let's see han solo movie has been titled solo which is you know everyday news we kind of knew this one already uh, <laughs> you know the um solo or solo yeah i uh, listen yeah the, uh... the title aside which we all expected i mean i didn't expect them to call it anything else it was either gonna be han solo or just solo or something like that but 
this movie doesn't look great. That's the thing. I have a bad, vi- I have a bad feeling about this movie. <laughs> I have yeah, a bad, bad feeling, feeling about yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, that just basically sums it up perfectly. It's just because it, it's not it, even the title of the movie. It's just I have a bad feeling. There's just so many things that are, yeah. like, going on with this right now. There's like, uh, you know what? So much Star Wars, like, weird, like, news. And stuff. It's, just, it's <laughs> a bad time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah. We'll get to it later in the games cast. So exactly. Stay but, tuned. Uh, this, I just want to mention real quick this, the code name for the Han Solo film while I was being, like, developed and uh, filmed was red cup which i thought was pretty funny yeah no that was kind of funny um all right netflix has uh did their earnings report which i wish i still own stock in but whatever uh <laughs> network netflix is spending eight billion dollars on original content in 2018 coming up um to bring us new shows not million this is like billion 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 with a b ridiculous yep so I, th- I think they said somebody did the math or the average or they came out and said it, but like basically every four and a half days there's going to be a new movie. Yeah, and they new, have so, so much original content. Like here's the thing with more and more of these networks deciding to bring their own content to their own networks, you you need stuff like this. Now, eight, bil- $8 billion dollars is a lot. But I understand. I understand their thought. Well, Amazon and Netflix were the biggest spenders at like Sundance. But, film I mean, that's what I mean. Like they, both of these companies have seen this. They've seen this coming. They're ahead of it because they saw this happening. Right. Yeah. Um, so they were. I mean, Amazon and Netflix are both well ahead, and Hulu is catching on pretty quickly too with it. Um, they started later, but they still have a lot of original content. I and they're like, giving you like cable you, stuff, which still is a great stuff. alternative. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like it. It's like the switch. To the PS4, you have a PS4 home console, and you have you know people get a Switch because yeah, it's a complimentary yep. system. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's a lot of money. I mean we'll see what we get next year. I know we're getting um a lot more anime, uh, including thirty own... anime series. Yeah. yeah, they are also raising prices too. And yeah, yeah come on. Now they, they, that they, usually locks that locks us all in though for a year. Usually they don't raise it on the current subscribers. I think right. Yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah. I mean once you renew, it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you but they make you go up eventually anyways. Certain... They did that to me when I was at the seven ninety nine tier. They brought me to nine ninety nine after, yeah, if it's, after like it's two gonna, years. You're gonna you're gonna get up. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna go up. But yeah, if you're a new subscriber, you're gonna get the that's whatever right. dollar it's... more or whatever it is. If, they, if you're the still content getting is worth the money, that's that, mm-hmm. it's fine. I mean, you could pay like forty dollars for cable that you'll never use or watch, or you could spend like ten dollars, twelve dollars a month on Netflix. Netflix they have has all, this all of these. Netflix has all of these shows and movies, but they need to get an award winner. Really, I mean, they have like House of Cards. Well, that's that's what they said is their their goal is they want. Um, well, I'm sorry. Uh, somebody from Amazon was like, "We look. We want the next Game of Thrones." And then somebody interviewed somebody from Netflix, and they're like, "Yeah, of course. He's looking for it." Who's looking for it? We're looking for like everybody's looking for it. Like that's the thing. Uh, I mean, they got potential there because I think Netflix has the rights to The Witcher, um, which yeah. kind of fills that same kind of you know genre and stuff. Um, I mean, it's, it has it's a, a video game now. property though. Well, well it's, no, it was a, it's a, it's a, it was a novel. For that. No one cares. No one knows it from that though. Right? Well, I know. I, I knew Just it, like yeah, nobody like, knew Game of Thrones before the fucking show came out. That was a bigger book than the Witcher book. Uh, I would well, disagree with you on this one. Uh, Listen, the Wheel of Time is out there too. Yep, Wheel of Time. Is. Mistborn, Stormlight Archive, the Cosmere. Uh, that's Listen, what I'm looking for. As long-winded as Robert Jordan was, Corey, I want to see the Wheel of Time. I'd love to I see. Couldn't, the Wheel I couldn't finish it. Couldn't I, do it. Your boy wrote the last three books. I know, and I couldn't get to those books. They're like, like and those, and, and those are, those are, and I, I hate to say this about a deceased writer, but the last three were fantastic because it was not as long winded. I hate to say that because I love the series, I really did. But we all know that Robert Jordan get very long winded, and Brandon Sanderson is just a lot more concise. And I did like his books yeah. versions, the versions of Will. At Time some point, I'll get to it. I just can't do it right now. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, what are we talking about? Game of Thrones, actually. not Actors not getting scripts. So, did you read that article? Like, I, with, um, I, was, I saw Jamie, the headlines for the this. The guy, Nikolai, Nikolai, whatever his name was. Uh, he said that they're going to have a microphone in their ear with people telling them their lines as they're filming. What? That's ridiculous. Because they're so paranoid of leaks. That sounds how like a you, great way work? to ensure quality. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> okay, actors, you're... In don't get a chance age, to really feel that what the in this the day and age gonna, with like, like with DRM and everything like that out there. You telling me that they can't distribute scripts? And they talk about an article how like they, they went from it was like a pain in the ass to get them because they were like watermark like digital signatures and like secure emails all and all that stuff like 
still was not enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, you know... Uh, Basically, he says, like, it, if you leaked your script with your watermark on it, you were going to prison. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, part of it is technology, but the other part is, you know, these actors and celebrities just, you know, opening their mouths and... You, you know, it always gets out. Around. Like, how many people yeah. come in out of their house yeah. or something? Like, even, even how, um... What's his name? Uh, John Snow got uh, pulled over by the police, and he's like, "All right, this can go one of two ways. I can take you down to the station, or you tell me if uh, you know you live in the next season." He's like, "Yeah, I'm back." He's like, "On your way, Lord Command." He's just like, "I'll see you." (laughs) (laughs) On your way, Lord Command. I remember reading that article. That was good. Uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, So, I think I think it's interesting. I mean, the actor, the actors. I think most of them can pull it off. I mean, if you think about it too part of it you get like a natural reaction i mean these a lot of these actors have been playing these characters for years uh so for them to get those lines like at the moment like they were like whatever i don't it think it's gonna, gonna work out but i think it's an interesting thing. the shock like, we'll and we'll all, like the shock of being stabbed and realizing right. your character is dying at the exact yeah. moment they're actually dying it might yeah. be kind of cool to watch um that it, you know i didn't think about it that way that's actually one i'm sure cool that, that they would be prepped the way that sounds is just like the actual lines is what they don't yeah yeah i'm sure they'll, they'll still do like a million cuts and stuff like that but like but it's gonna be live be during it they're not gonna pre-read you're not gonna pre you're not gonna yeah. script to review and t- go over it, yeah, which exactly. is kind of weird it, and that's but... probably also why it's gonna it's, it's probably why it's going to take so long to come out yeah production wise <laughs> it's gonna take very long to, for production Take right. 70 million. Yeah, let's do our list, guys. This is going to be the... Let's do our top 13 Halloween scary horror movies slash good horror... Scary... I don't know. Good movies for October <laughs> to watch. Uh, we compiled this list together. Let me give you the, the how we did this. Each of us listed our top 13 movies uh, in uh, order that we wanted them at the, at the number one. Uh, and the number one movie would get 13 points uh, down to one. And then we tallied these points up, and that's how we made our top 13 compiled list from all four of us. So there are movies that we all have that we have like maybe have loved that didn't quite make this list. I would like to give everybody a chance to shout out at the end uh, for a movie that mm. didn't quite make it. But yeah. uh, let's honorable a, mention. Yeah, honorable mention. So let's let's talk about if you see a 13, it doesn't necessarily mean it was number one. Um, but like for instance, uh, I'll lead it off with Shaun of the Dead, which happened to be my number one. But it got, so that's it got 13 points. I was the only vote for it, but uh, I love that movie. I I really do. Um, it's a great I, film. I mean, yeah. I can rewatch I, I do that. Love the way that. the way the way I did this list is like stuff I can rewatch over and over again. Like that's yeah. that's the stuff that I can. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Charlie the too. Uh, it, it's funny because I, to be honest, I didn't even think about that movie compiling my list because I was thinking more like intentional scary or horror. Like this, even though it is a zombie, you know, type of like, like I consider this more of a comedy. Um, sure. Yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong for including it, but that's just my. Oh, it definitely deserves to be here. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. no, absolutely. But that's just like why I didn't include my own. I, I absolutely would agree that anybody interested in any type of horror thing, like no, this, I'm should be included. Because you see, you could oh, see you yeah. know different ends of the spectrum. Like you could see the super serious, like intentionally like scary movies, and you can see like, hey, we can have fun with this yeah. and make. And a you laugh, do so. feel for the character. Oh yeah, yeah, like, you're still are in yeah. danger. And you're yeah, like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh At number twelve. Uh, well, these are all tied for, for the top 11, but, uh, you know, at number 12 is Psycho. Uh, the original? I'm assuming not the Vince Vaughn one. Yes, yes <laughs> the one from the 60s with Anthony Perkins, nice. yeah. Okay. Uh, this was, it's the first movie with, like, a big spoiler at the end where, like, <laughs> Hitchcock was like, don't let your friends tell you about how this ends or whatever. It was, um, yeah, it's just a psychological horror more than ever others and you know I think that's what hitchcock did best it's, yeah, it wasn't it's true yeah and it's just iconic you know you have that whole the you know sound effect of the music the stabbing in the shower they the bait and switch which a later movie sort of does the later bait. on with ooh, the bait the, the bait and switch, switch. sorry <laughs> yes, I, I, I caught that i was <laughs> <laughs> yeah who's the protagonist who's going to last the whole movie who knows yeah so um and it's just it was interesting especially i saw it in a film class myself and this was the first time i saw it and there's a lot going on in the movie uh just mentally and is uh my favorite horror movie personally uh tied still for that top 11 the 11th spot here is event horizon uh at 13 you know, got 13 points uh, and that was my number one event horizon that was probably when i watched that for the first time that was the most scared i've ever been watching a movie that i can remember i don't think i've ever seen that movie so i don't even know remember. what that is yeah uh it's uh lawrence fishburne and sam neill 
of Jurassic okay. Park fame, I mm-hmm. guess. Good, most people know him from that. And they uh, basically are like, taking a ship, a reconnaissance ship, because there is they developed this new technology that basically lets you jump really far. And um, their ship tested it out and basically jumped to hell and back. And so they go and investigate that. And just shit goes down and it's... Uh, I, no, it was, like I, I said, I have seen that movie. Now it's got the, the the thrilly, the thriller scares, the psychological scares, then the just balls out monster scares. So <laughs> it had all of it and the lead up and everything, and, and it's in space too, which was pretty cool. So um, it's, it was one of those sci-fi things, and like I said, it was probably like the scariest feeling I ever had watching a film, and uh, so I had to make it my number one. Okay. All right. Uh, next up would be Jaws at number ten. On this list, uh, 15 points it got from us compiled. So there was a couple of votes for this. Uh, just, just fell off my list. Could I, I, was, I was thinking about it. It was on my list for a little bit. Then a couple of things just bumped it off. Yeah. It was uh, lower on my list. It was, I think, 10, 11, yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was way up on mics, but yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was but, like, it was two-ish, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just an awesome movie. I mean, like, this is what I want. Like, this is one of the first movies I watched when I was a kid. And, like, it actually impacted my in like real life like i was like for a while i was like nah i don't want to go swimming in the ocean stuff like that like because i was a kid i was like nah, i'll get eaten by a shark uh you know which is just crazy i mean the the impact that movie had uh just on sharks in general is it's good and bad because it brought you know it was the first summer blockbuster also yeah it was yep mm-hmm. definitely and then it was, that movie was really pg i think too because there wow. was no pg-13 yeah but, i think so uh, <laughs> That's I'm not sure, but yeah. I but uh, yeah, probably. I mean, it just it had uh, it was a good plot, good good story, one of the characters. best posters, in my opinion. Oh yeah, one of the one of the most iconic iconic. posters of all time. Uh, And soundtracks. The the, the theme, yeah, the theme song, like the da da. Yeah, I mean, Psycho at Jaws, the themes got exactly high on my list. (laughs) They made they made a a fish in water scary, (laughs) stalkish kind of scary. I mean, it's crazy. All right, uh, number nine, Exorcist, with fifteen. It was tied actually for nine and ten here with Jaws for fifteen points. Um, so yeah, Exorcist, uh, very, I guess, pretty scary movie, right? This one, you can count this one. Yeah, I mean, it's heralded as one of the scariest films of all time. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen this one. So I don't, I'm not a big horror movie fan for those. What? Ones. Yeah. Oh, I'm not either. Uh, but I, this is another one I saw in a film class. It's number five on my list. And this is probably the, like, pure scariest movie I've maybe watched all the way through. Um, you have to be, to really, like, feel, like, real scared, you have to, like, either either grown up in, like, a religious background or be somewhat religious to sort of, like, get into why it's so messed up what happens in this movie. But um, it's still pretty scary. I can go over to silly and on, like, rewatches when these you're days. older. Yeah, right, these, these days. days. But there's, Back there's, then, it was... Yeah. I mean, I watched this in high school in a film class, too, so it wasn't, like, then, but it wasn't now, either. <laughs> so it was somewhere in the middle, and um, you, you do laugh at some of the horrible things the girl says to the priest when she's possessed. That That's become, you know, a little bit of a joke. Mm-hmm. But th- there actually is, there's, like, one legitimate jump scare in the whole movie, which is what most people consider like the scariest part in the movie because there wasn't like jump scares all over the place back then in like the 80s <laughs> and they just put one in here and which is mostly more of a mental type of scary movie so mm-hmm. that's when those can be effective not like all over the place and so i think it's um just for a reputation then you look into all the like stories about production and how weird things happened on the set too um and how bad it was it's yeah. got a, a big legacy, Exorcist, yeah. Yeah. I think, is one of the scariest Oh, yes, ever. absolutely. Anything else to add, guys? I mean, no, Mike. Uh, okay. Yeah, Mike did a good job. It's a scary right. movie. Um, definitely one of those things that I, if you're interested in the genre, definitely I, this made requirement. Does this make all three of your lists? Not mine. Oh, it didn't make yours. Okay. Number seven on this list, uh, Cabin in the Woods. This made three people's list, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Did not make mine because I was the one that was not hating on the movie but felt that it was a little overrated from you guys when i watched it finally um hmm. 
I, I just, I don't Good. know what it was. It missed me. It missed no, me. No, that's fine. It missed me. Uh, I, mean, I love that it's two movies I think it's a little overrated, too, but it still made my list because I haven't watched that many horror movies. It had 17 points. It was number, like I said, number seven on the list, right? Or eight. 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. It's number 8 on the list. That's uh, 17 points. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I mean, who wants to talk? Corey? Sure. I, um, it. What's so great about the film is it takes all these, like, tropes. Yeah, the, the tropes of certain horror films kind of combines it's them. All horror and then films, flips, on, flips them on their head a little bit. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I know. What's... And then you're like, wait, not happening. This is interesting. And then the characters are reacting like, oh, well, like you think they would react, but then the things that we would think would happen don't happen. So then they have to change the way they react. And it's like, yeah. wow, <laughs> this is all like um, mind fuckery here going yeah. on. Because you expect these things and it uses those expectations I guess, really well. Yeah. yeah. And so um, when that stuff is going on, you're like, wow. So like, where is this going to go? And then all of a sudden shit just goes bonkers. And it, like, it's hilarious because it's like you realize – Wow, this is not just happening here; it's happening everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Cool yeah. The thing I loved about, in addition to what Corey's saying, just the way the movie ends. Even though I'm not like a fan of probably like the last third or quarter, whatever you want to say, um, there was no. I did not expect that. It was not even within the realm. Of like, yeah, this is probably gonna be one of the outcomes. Like, there's no like, oh, okay, yep, we we did that, and it was cool. I'm not saying I want all my horror movies to do it, but it it definitely stood out. It did something right. completely different. It's like. Yeah, the, you. It gives you. Um, it gives purpose to like these stupid things that happen. Like, so now wait, I'm rooting for these people, but now I'm <laughs> not rooting for them. Yeah. Like, wait, what? I'm sort so, of yeah. rooting for them. But, yeah. yeah, not really. Yeah, it's it's sort of, of like there was a lot of funny deaths in this. There was one really mm-hmm. funny death in this. I thought <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like a love letter and criticism to like all horror movies. Yeah, it is. yeah, sure. it is. I, I think it pokes fun. You know, it's like, I think it has really a lot of. Poke. I think it has a lot of Evil Dead soul into it as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, which is why I love Cabin, yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Like, yeah. yep. All right, uh, number seven. If I, if I say number twice, I'm sorry, I'm doing this backwards. Number seven, The Shining at 18 points. Tied for 18, actually. Uh, number seven. Tied for sixth and seventh. The Shining. Uh, made everybody's list? Did it make everybody's? Did not make mine. It, it would be. It, it's, it was it's, my two or three. It, it did not make mine. Didn't. I thought oh. you put The Shining on your list. I'm sorry. So it made a high point on Mike's and my list, I guess, to get it up here yeah. in the standing. So I can see that. Uh, I, I listen. This is one of those movies that I do actually watch every October. This is one of those that like. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's some like this movie. This list is actually compiled pretty well. Like, and I listed my top thirteen, and but it doesn't mean I watch all of those every year. Like from dusk till dawn, I don't think I've seen that movie in forever, and that didn't make this obviously tally, but it's on my list. But this is one of those movies that I do end up rewatching almost every Halloween. Uh, I don't know. I just something about it. Yeah. It's a classic for me. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I can totally understand. It didn't make my personal list, um, but I respect it. Yeah, I did. I think it's King awesome. Yeah. yeah, I here, think though. so. I think that was more of my drive. I mean, Jack Nicholson's such iconic <laughs> character in this His movie. Char- like so many yeah. references. So many Here's references. John- yeah. So yeah. many references with that. I mean, The Simpsons mocked it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, the thing you about- go into a hotel and you look down the hallway, like that's the shining hallway. That's yeah. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. Yeah, we said that in your comedy. Because there was no one. Yeah, there was no one in our hall, so I'm like, it's like <laughs> shining out there. Yeah, it could have, if there was a um, red ball rolling down the row, uh, the um, hallway, we would have been checking out. <laughs> We'd have been out of there. But yeah, no, that's part of the thing. The uh, big thing I think the Shining did was like incorporate a setting really well into what makes like things scary, which makes sense because it's, it's the setting itself that is sort of. Yeah. Haunted question mark <laughs> in yeah, this movie. Um, I also, the reason why this was my number one first, I dropped it to three because I don't find it so much scary as funny now. Because mm. a lot of, a lot of Jack's antics I find just hilarious in this movie. Yeah. It's also like, again, what we talked about with The you know, Exorcist is the, the day and age we live in too, it's and how time. many times yeah, we've I mean, seen it. And we're exposed to uh, nowadays, just, you know, you know sums up what it's, mi- it's mild yeah, you know yeah. but it was definitely iconic and moved the genre forward and it's definitely good use of a setting like I better than most I would say in a horror movie oh yeah yep yeah further further tied for sixth is The Mist uh, 18 points uh, so, so that's like I said tied with The Shining for sixth and seventh place um, whose list did that make uh, made mine and really did, high in the exact same spot you guys both listed it <laughs> as your fifth highest yep 
It uh, would have made mine if I saw the first 45 minutes of it, yeah. but I never did. <laughs> uh, Stephen King, another Stephen King book, actually, which is kind of funny. They tied each other. Yeah, uh, hey, that's right. Wow, is it funny? Uh, this one here, like Tony mentioned it first, um, because I, I didn't even think about it, and again, like sometimes you're just going through movies and you just like you don't even yeah. think about films and stuff, and then you realize, oh my god, that was such a great movie. <laughs> yeah. So, and the whole idea is like this unknown quantity, and like the unknown is so much scarier than the known. So, like that's what really got me with the mist is like you don't know what's going on for a long time and yeah. really until the very end, very end. you really have yeah. no idea and even then like when you start to think that you know things you. oh yeah so hard oh yeah i mean the thing is they slowly like do you know x and then you're like okay they do x but then they do y and you're like oh wait they do x and y and then all of a sudden they're doing z and you're like x y and z like what is going on? I don't understand. This is just so fucked up. Um, but, you know, kind of like The Shining, but to a lesser extent, it, it takes, you know, one setting, which is basically like a grocery market, supermarket, yeah. supermarket thing, um, where all these people are just trapped in. The premise is these people get trapped in um, a supermarket because this mist comes into town um, and it's basically on lockdown. Like the military comes and makes announcement, they like get know, indoors. No, if you go into it, you don't come back. Right. You don't, nobody, you, you don't get heard from again. So all these people are freaking out. Some people are trying to act machismo and stuff and be like whatnot. And then you find out like, what I think like somebody's like, like limb or something gets flung against the wall and blood. And they're like, Oh, what the fuck? You know, everybody's freaking out and shit like that. But, um, in addition to like being like a half like mystery monster, like what's going on thing, the part I love about the movie is that it uses another scary component, and that's just humans in general. Because you start to see that like one crazy crazy lady slowly mm-hmm. starts to turn all these other people with her using like religion and and just uh, the power of like gospel and prayer and being like, oh, this person is bad and this person is evil and right. we need to sacrifice them and stuff like you're like holy shit, like, you're fighting two fronts because the same people are just like, okay, well, we're clearly outnumbered now. Um, yeah. So you just get that component. Yeah, and that human and component this is... really is like another villain almost. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then uh, the, we got to talk about the ending. That twist, and, well, I, I don't want to spoil well, the ending. That, that, part of it, though, that part of it is notable because it's Frank Darabout who started the first like season and a half of The Walking Dead where we all know, you know, there's a supernatural question mark thing happening and then there's the people that make it really worse so it's the same thing lots of the same actors too mm-hmm. and as far for the ending i will just say keeping it vague yeah. um something that you think oh why doesn't this happen more in horror movies and they made that the worst thing that could have happened they found a yeah. way to make the thing oh everything should be better it makes it the worst thing that could have happened yep. <laughs> and it's and it's different from the book Did- as yep. we move through this list, did any of you guys ever see Jeepers Creepers? Because I heard that was really good. I oh, saw that. No. No. That's no. a very that's a what? kitty. It's like oh, a kitty I never saw it. I just heard it was really no. good. No. Okay. God, no. All I right, would right. shit on that movie. Right, if right. you gave that to me on a disc, I would shit on it and hand it back to you. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. At at num- tied for four and five. So not number five, Scream with nineteen points. Now that was a classic movie. Um <laughs> Another one where it takes tropes and yes. then kind of flips them a little bit. I mean, that was such a icon, another iconic villain, like murderer thing. That the mm-hmm. the mask. That, when that every, movie came out, yeah, popular Halloween costume, yeah, <laughs> most popular. See, I, I know where you guys are coming from. I mean, I'm not saying I hate Scream, but to me, as somebody who grew up on like Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, I just was like, okay, this is the '90s version of it, and in my opinion, uh, it wasn't done as well. I think it was a little bit of spoofy on purpose, though. Like, yeah, yeah sure, definitely. I mean, it was a spoof that took itself seriously um, because you saw what a spoof could be with scary movies, yeah, right. which is like a spoof of a spoof, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's what I liked about it so much is that I did like the Halloweens and the Nightmares on Elm Street and then the the Friday Thirteenth movies with the you know the main slasher villain. Yeah, I, I like those movies. All of those. I just. <laughs> They, but so this, this is, one kind of just put that all together and modernized it for me, I guess, that made it made me feel more... This is also like, like a movie before the internet where, like, an, a certain actress was in this movie... Right before the internet. <laughs> yeah, this was... Yeah. But, like, a certain actress is in this movie, a big name, on the cover of the movie, and is not really in the movie. Like, this is what I was referencing with Psycho, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I thought that was... I mean, you think back to that, like... The way it opens the movie, and you're like, oh shit! You're like, you just don't see it happening because it's just a big name. 
Um, but uh, that's why I think that was for me one of the best parts. Like I was like, wow, that's pretty cool that they did that. And that's well, I really like the mystery of it too. It. Oh yeah, I thought I mean, that that was well the done. Rules, the rules of uh, of the movie, you know, the rules of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took what you knew about slasher horror films and mm-hmm. changed it up a little bit. See, I, I don't know. To me personally, um, it was you know I, I bought into it until the very end. I'm like, oh, really? Because I mean, okay. Personally, I. I don't know. This is one of those movies where, you know, uh, I feel like it's that trope where, like, if people just acted rationally in these, you know, situations, the movie would have been over in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, there's no way nobody just was, like, like, let's be honest. Somebody doing that today would just, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Well, yeah, it wouldn't work in any of these unless you had a supernatural element. Yeah. All right, right. I understand. But, I mean, to me, that's, you know, if we're going to do horror... Unless you're doing it really well done, like realistically, um, just just go supernatural. Uh, personally, that's my preference. Yeah. Um, where somebody, you know, like you know, I say like Jason or Freddy. I mean, you understand, like yeah, you could fight back and do whatever, but it doesn't matter because they're supernatural. You can't really, you know, do it. You got to play off by a different rule book, you know, stuff like that. Not just oh, some teenager in a fucking costume and a mask. Hmm. All right. Um move through the list here number four tied for fifth fourth and fifth here like i said tied with scream at 19 points is 28 days later um my my favorite zombie movie actually um i do love this movie and it makes me angry when i think about the sequel oh god Uh, all the sequels every single sequel since then has been shit i just every time i watch that movie i'm like man and i was so i was like psyched to watch the second movie uh was it 28 weeks and I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. And then I watched them like, what the fuck? Did what happened? Do? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. This is my favorite zombie movie. And I like Resident Evil, which obviously I didn't even I love the, the um, office joke about it. <laughs> what was um, the office joke? Oh, the 20. Uh, I, actually, when Karen. I wrote my list, when I wrote the list here, I wrote 28 days. I'm like, 28 days later. Uh, well, uh, Karen, Jim's you know, new girlfriend, like, rents yeah, yeah. eight days. 28 uh, later, but she thought it was 28 days with something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> she's like, I thought I kept expecting Sandra Bullock to show up, and I'm like, you gotta <laughs> think about that way that movie works. You're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I do remember that. Joke. That was pretty good. Uh, great, great zombie movie. Uh, those, It's the speed zombies, so it's like, <laughs> if that's the zombies that we get when the zombie apocalypse hits, we're all screwed. <laughs> so, uh, they World just, War Z. Yeah. yeah. The reason I like forever. this, yeah, the reason I like this movie so much, and I'm not gonna definitively say it was the first, um, film to have done it but at least to my memory it was the first film that like took the concept of you know what a zombie or infect whatever you want to call it and kind of evolved it to where it wasn't just like you know a, a bite or something but it was really like dna like any kind of contact with this stuff would just mm-hmm. fuck your day up and, and it turn made it, it grounded it in reality more right than- I, like I mean, I, I think I like that more. Like, I've watched The Crazies. Infected with rage. You know, nope. I, I, I've seen the movie The Crazies. I've seen a, a couple of these kind of movies where it's more about infections, like um, quarantine. Viral infections. Yeah, yeah, quarantine. Yeah, I, mean, like, oh, I forgot about quarantine. Yeah, yeah. See, there's a couple of them on here um, that, you know, I, I do like those movies, actually. And I don't like horror movies, but I do like something about Yeah, right? That. Yeah. Right, because yeah. it's a different type of horror. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, yeah. Um, but yeah, 20 Days Later, um, just it was just an awesome yeah. Awesome all around. From start I to felt finish. like this does it best. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right. Uh, at number three, tied for number two. Actually, these are this is a two. This is a tie, which I don't think Corey's gonna be angry for this tie. Uh, Descent at twenty-two points. Mm. This is like one of Corey's. You constantly talk about this movie. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I'm claustrophobic. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, do like it's about these women who go on like this um, spelunking trip or whatever and you get like all character types or whatever but um they go down and basically get trapped in the caves mm-hmm. and can't get there and they, they're trying to figure out how to get out and then there's a there's creatures down there that uh, they have to deal with and so the fact that it's you know in a cave they're trying to find a way out like that's one of like my biggest fears like being yeah. trapped in a cave no way like you have no idea how to escape the cave because the way out is no longer available to you. You just have to go deeper, and you have no idea what's in there. And then you start hearing things, and like you're trying to, like you're losing light. I mean, all those things combined just make it one of the like scariest films out there. Plus, again, we mentioned it—the human element, where 
people start turning on each other because they feel they have the best plan or they feel like they, they you should be they should be following you or yeah. or they should be doing this way or that way and so they just start infighting and that doesn't help them at all uh to survive down there and yeah just you want to speak on it some tony yeah no no um you, you did a great job summarizing i'll just touch that um yeah I, I really like the premise idea of it because it really does take that again going back to the myth the fear of the unknown because you know whenever you go to into like a deep dark cave i mean you know there's always in the back of your mind through these types of movies and stuff and fiction in general it's just like anything could be down here like anything because it's unexplored it's uninhabited uh you know whatever and just anything that does live down there i mean it's obviously gonna have a natural advantage over you because they're used they to the survived. dark <laughs> right they survived in this so you're just at a natural disadvantage but you add this supernatural uh element where it's just like do or die you know live yep. you know live or die just uh, death defying stuff it's just, just crazy and just even like the cover art i remember seeing the cover art. Like, wow that's like the box art is just so yeah you're like what the fuck it's is all the happening people, here? and it looks like a skull head or something is that yeah. the one to think about yeah the um the one thing i do want to mention too is the ending because there are two endings there's a happy ending and then there's a not so happy ending yeah and if you're gonna watch this movie i I feel like you should watch the true ending, which is takes happen. you back. Yeah, it's not necessarily happening. I think that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, like that, and unfortunately, it's kind of sucks for everybody. But I just thought that was a great way to end it because of the way that this whole thing went down. In, in, in any case, but yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely watch it all this, the way through. This I just did a tally. This was not a tie. There was there had, there was no tie for second place. Just so you all know, even though I mentioned that. Uh, at number two on this list, definitively, because it was we, I just checked the tallies. At twenty-eight points was Alien. Um, ah, it made three nice. of our lists, not just two. That's that's the difference. So uh, high up in most lists, uh, I think it was middle of the road for me. Corey, I think you put it up at uh, fourth, and Tony yours was second. Um, so Mike, you never saw Alien? No. Really? What? Oh my god! What? I, you know what, You've never seen the original like, Alien. You Everything watch, from like, the 80s really, and 90s when I was little or like not even born, I was too afraid to watch. And really by the time I would have, I never watched them. You really should take mm. the time to watch that movie. <laughs> I think that's one of those movies that is worth – you should watch that movie. Like, it holds up as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean because of the way it is. I mean it's it's a great – we're talking just Alien, not Aliens, which is great but not a horror I know. movie. I, know. Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen other people do reviews on it. I have an idea about it, but I never fact, watched it myself. And now, Corey, I would like to say that I do have this movie now. Ooh. Because I actually heard it was very Why? good. Why? I, I told you it's good. not. But I totally saw it. It's not. I listened to a guy who is a huge Alien fan. Huge. Mm. And hated Prometheus. Hated it. But he loved this movie. He said it was an mm. Alien movie. Okay. I want you to watch that movie. I'm now I want it. you to watch I'm that movie. Watch it. I want you to watch it. I clearly movie. got it at a nice discount, so I got I it. I don't care. Jim, you, you fail to understand. Part of it, yes, is the cost factor. The other part of it is the time factor. I'm saying that is not worth the other part is whatever supporting hours. something that you do not want to exist anymore. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Um, anyway, as far so as the alien, alien goes, let's just get to, yeah. to that. Because the one thing the thing I want to mention first is that makes it even for me, more like terrifying is the fact that this is a futuristic film, a part, it's supposed to be like a setting, but mm-hmm. and all this technology, and it's like so ancient, <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's so old, and you're like, it's supposed to be so futuristic, but that makes it so much more scary in my opinion because mm-hmm. they are dealing with these tech, this, all this technology that isn't up to par with what we have now, and it's like well, it actually makes it scarier for well, me watching. Except, watch for, the, except for the actual spaceship itself, Corey. Right, right. Well, I'm talking about like as far as setting, sure. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, cell phones I, didn't exist in this movie. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. What, what I loved in for it, right. I just mean like as in like what you're seeing, the technology yeah. wise, how they're doing things. Tony, what, yeah. what are you gonna say? But what I loved uh, about this movie, just I think of out of all the movies on our list, this is definitely the one that is the most iconic in terms of having an effect not on its own series, but not even the genre, but just like in general, like the impact it's had on like. You know, popular culture. Um, it spawned so many things, and without this movie, I don't think we get, uh, you know, a lot of other stuff. Um, not that I can even think of off the top of my head, but anything's remotely related it to. It really um, inspired a lot of video games. Yeah, a video games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, one of my favorite series, Metroid, uh, takes a lot of inspiration from, you know, Alien, just like the young protagonist. Um, I mean, even the name Ridley from the enemy, like, it's really close to Ripley and stuff like that. 
um, just in the concept of evolution and, and all that stuff. Um, but to me, this it, it was just fascinating because you, you, on one end you have this movie that's primarily a science fiction, yeah, um, where it's about you know space and, and adventuring in space and exploring that, and that, that's cool and all. But then you take this horror element, so you take these two things that people are like this thing that people are fascinated about, like traveling in outer space, and you add a horror element to it because you're like, oh shit, yeah, out in space. I mean. You, can't run and it was yeah. dirty yeah. and grimy like it was like a, it wasn't like sci-fi like all this clean slick lines and stuff it was just like a dirty like yeah. transporter or whatever they yep. were like and it's so it was a great setting uh the fact that there's so many places the monster can hide you had no idea where it was and that was always getting you on the edge of your seat because you you knew it could be anywhere around yeah. them at any time and obviously the sequence with it arriving i mean that that's iconic and uh, that's unforgettable. One of the best sequences in in, in any movie. Like it, you, it's just ingrained in your brain at that point. And it's one of those oh, things shit. like you can relate to in a way too, because like you get a, like a bug or something and it scatters away, and you're like, oh shit, where's that fucking? Yeah, like, 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 oh shit, like yeah. But yeah. uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, as far as what that movie is like, we mentioned before, it's done for the genre for entertainment, is scary like scary type of um, media. Has been has been you know awesome and so we have to definitely have this on our list and I don't know Jim it's on your list right yeah uh, this made number six on my list yeah you have anything to add to that I mean this is like so many again talking about iconic stuff that, that like has spawned from this like this is an inspiring movie for other movies so it's like and games video games so I mean it's just that presence plus the creature design was awesome plus oh, I'm, like, I'm a sci-fi design, yeah. yeah i'm a sci-fi fan and i'm not a horror fan but like this movie like mixes it perfectly and it makes it like jump scares thriller uh tracking like where is it you know you can't find out where the, you just don't know what the hell's going on for most of the time yeah. and then uh, even the twists i mean you know i'm not gonna spoil then, it because yeah and uh, then but, even taking like even taking like 1979 this was made and and uh, getting like a, a creature not CG, uh, to yeah. look as realistic as it does um, is just a great. It was a great feat. Yeah, and the sound, like even the sounds it makes. I yeah. mean, like just visually, the design is is scary because it, you know. Has this yeah, we have to head. talk. Sound design for this was fantastic. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, so quickly, like the visual design, like it, it's it's large and lanky, and you know, it doesn't have eyes, which I you know I think it made it more fearsome in that way because like it took away a humanistic element because it is like you know a humanoid type thing it has you know uh, two legs two arms you know has that tail but uh you know the the part with the mouth coming out of the mouth that is just you're like what is this shit what is this demonic thing that is in this fucking movie terrorizing these people um and then you know the acid blood like oh god just you know just it's crazy in terms of a monster all right our number one movie with 30 points Making three... Does it make four lists? No. Three of the four of us, The Thing. Which... John, I Car- not, John Carpenter's The Thing. John Carpenter, yeah. Now, this is with Kurt Russell in it. Uh, I had not the seen... The 80s this, one, right? Yeah, this is... Yeah, I think 1980. Um, um, yeah, go ahead, Jim. This was... No, no. You know what's funny? is when I, I took forever for me to watch this movie. Uh, Keith David's in this too, right? I saw it at Happel's house. What? That was yeah. the first time you've ever seen that movie? And that was the first Holy time I ever crap. saw it. And that was a reaction from everybody there watching that movie. I was like, this I think we've discussed this before, yeah. 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 It was unbelievable. So I, I loved this movie. I absolutely loved it. It was. I can't believe it took me so long to watch it. That's the kind of movie mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it was great. Fantastic. I mean, can't say enough about it. So Yeah, I, and the, I think fear, again, is all about the unknown. Like, And we talked about in The Mist, we talked about like in uh, Descent, like that human element, too, where you don't trust anyone yeah. at any time uh, because they could potentially be the villain or the monster or whatever. Yeah. So, and hold on. Real, it, yeah. I'm uh, sorry, real quick. For people who have not seen this movie, I just want to quickly summarize the plot. So, in, you know what, uh, Alaska or something, there's this small station where, you know, a crew of, like, maybe 20 people are out there stationed um, and, like, this huge storm is coming so they can't get communications out so they have to bunker up. Um, winds up that was like one of their dogs Dog. gets sick or sick, something, yeah. um, and then it like they're trying to treat it, and then all of a sudden like the dog is just basically the the corpse is exploded. Like the dog died, corpse is like just in half, and there's what the fuck could have done this? Mm. Um, and then you start to slowly like find out that there's some shit going on. 
uh, and other people start dying and disappearing, and it turns out to be like a supernatural monster alien parasite thing, thing. parasite yeah. that they slowly discover, um, you know, can imitate other people, like humans and stuff like that. So uh, it's a mystery of go who, on. who is who, and right? It's a mystery on so many fears. I mean, it, that's the thing. Like, you're you're trapped. You can't go anywhere. Uh, there's this thing that's like invading your body, yourself, and that, like like the fears there. It's just like you don't know who you can trust. And again, with the human stuff, it's how can you trust people that you're, you have known for so long when it's this thing that's imitating them. And then I don't know someone, but there, then you have no way to escape it. You have no way to get out. And then if you do get out, how can you be sure that the thing's not out there with you? I mean, it's like, it really plays on all these different fears, which is fantastic. And what makes it hit on all the, like all marks of a great scary film. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's gory too. It's a lot of, for the time as well. It's pretty um, graphic. Oh yeah, uh, one of the things I, I particularly love about this movie is again this is you know 1979, 19, whatever it was you know 80s, um, and there's you know no CGI. Everything uh, you see in the movie is a practical prop. Like they had to create these things and use them, and they look so awesome. I mean, maybe now with like Blu-ray quality, you could probably see you know some hokey type stuff, but I mean up until then it. It still holds up really well. Yeah, just all the effects that it does, and the, the again going back to monster design. I mean, it you never see it in the same form, uh, which kind of adds to the just unknown. You're like, okay, again, it's like, all right, it's X, and then it's like next time you see it, it does like Y. You're like, wait, I thought I had this figured out. It's like, no, you know, yeah. no, no, no. You're sorely, sorely mistaken with what you think you know uh, and what is going on. Um, but like Corey's going on, just like so. One part it's revival, but the other part is like, okay, you know, I, I love the element where it's like. You know, in a real life reaction, you know, situation, everybody be like, all right, we got to group up, we got to stay in pairs or something like that. But this movie actually explains a good element where, like, it could be uh, unadvantageous to do that because it's like, well, if I pair, like, yeah, Corey, you're like, oh yeah, let's go out to the uh, shack together and get like, uh, you know, gasoline or something like that. It's like, is Corey really my friend, or is this the creature trying to lure me to the shack so he can fucking kill me? You know. Because that's that's literally what happens in this movie. People start being uh, paranoid of each other and causing you know distrust. And some of it is founded, and some of it is just people looking after themselves. Um, but yeah, it, it's a great movie. And then even the ending, it's uh, again one of those iconic things where it leaves it kind of open to interpretation. Uh, to where you know, till this day, people are still kind of debating on I, what it meant and stuff. And yeah, Kurt Russell does a great yeah, job in this movie. Kurt Russell is the yeah. man. It's 1980s Kurt Russell. He's yeah on his game He's Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah, that was his prime. That uh, yeah. was like A plus. Yep, uh, on his game Kurt Russell in 1980s. Um, and again, we're talking about 1980s. We're not talking about the uh, re- recent remake, not remake prequel that they made on this movie, The Thing Whiteout or whatever it was called. Uh, that wasn't as. There's good. also like a 50s version too. Oh, was there? Uh, we're talking about the 1980s yeah. one. So yeah. Um, all right. So that's that's our top thirteen movies. I wanted to give us a minute here to do a shout out for a certain movie. Uh, Tony, do you want to pick one from your list and give a shout out for an honorable mention? Um, let's see. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give my shout out to Saw. Saw. Because uh, it, it made it like halfway on my list. Um, it was just one of those things where I think it kind of. Again, I'm not one hundred percent sure on this. Uh, I'm not a big horror buff, but this movie to me was the first thing that did a you know like. Let's play a game where it's just like a death trap. Yeah, uh, it was really, you know, really thing. fucked up. Yeah, right. We're just like, like, okay, I, I could sort of see this happening if everything played out perfectly, but you know, I'll buy into it because it's a work of fiction. But just the element of, you know, hey, this thing is happening, and you know, whatnot, and it's just again human conflict and distrust and and all this other crap. It just yeah. um, came out. And I had no expectations. Saw it was awesome, and then you know, you have the the famous ending where you're just like. That twist was ridiculous. Oh my yeah. god! You're just like, oh my god, oh my freaking god! Yeah, it was cool. It was a very cool movie. Corey, uh, I'm gonna shout out one that was a little further down on my list. I'm gonna, I just want to shout out for Don't Breathe. That was it. Yeah, Don't Breathe. Don't I think. Breathe. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was like last uh, year, right? Yeah, last year. I like what it does. Is it kind of makes you follow the villain, like the almost the villains of the bad guys of the movie and like the good guy of the film in a sense is kind of becomes the monster and uh there's a very interesting dynamic there because then you're like start rooting for the villains of the film because they're actually getting hunted by the 
guy because it's basically these kids are going to rob this old man and the old man they think is not capable of doing anything but then they realize he's because he's blind so uh they think it's going to be an easy job and then they go in and they learn that it's not going to be so easy and there's some secrets that he's hiding uh and so it, it makes it very interesting where it's like all about noise and how you can't make noise. So the the soundtrack and the the sound design of this was really well done and put together. So like Daredevil but evil, in a sense. But at the same time, you're like they are invading his home. Like, <laughs> was this based off of like a real life thing? Because I could have sworn I read a news thing where like I don't this know. Guy got... I, I'm not sure. I, I I couldn't say for sure if it is or not. Um, I it might have been because there was something I, I remember an article on like this dude that basically like he kept getting robbed and finally he got tired of, like he reported the police all that stuff and then he finally like literally created like a death trap scenario where he's like yep okay i'm gonna pretend i'm going out like i'm gonna make sure that like people in the neighborhood think i'm out of town or something like that and like camped in his house with like a gun and stuff like that and wait for these teenagers to show up to rob his house and I think like shot them real horrible. So I don't know. It sounds like this. What this movie it could have. It definitely could have taken inspiration from yeah, a yeah. real life story because uh, it's it's very grounded in reality. It's not like yeah. a supernatural heart or anything. Mm. Yeah. But it's well done, well put together. Definitely has got that that thriller and uh, t- intensity to it. Okay, um, Mike. Um, I'm gonna go with Nosferatu. The yeah, only original. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's a silent movie actually. And Are you certain um, that guy was actually a vampire. <laughs> There, there was that movie where they yeah. did like I, I saw some of that I too. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is, it's actually Dracula's story that I think that was the, when it first went into public domain, so everyone did that story. But mm-hmm. basically, it's retelling of the book st- story of Dracula as Count Orloff or whatever. Nosferatu isn't even; it's just like one of the names for vampire. I think that someone reads, but it's a for a silent movie. It's definitely the most like interesting silent movie i've seen and thinking about how old this is this is like 1920s maybe 1930s it's very old and the they still like were able to put this makeup on this guy and just with posture and setting like make him look otherworldly it's very interesting so if you ever have some time check that out and it's like one of the only vampire type movies where they don't glorify the vampires Hmm. no yeah he's definitely he's actually he's kind of pathetic some in some of it but he's definitely like a well, that's what i mean still. it's like yeah in a lot of these more modern vampire films they're like super attractive super young well, even super even in the like, little later one in the late 30s uh with bella lugosi he's still like supposed to be like ooh, mm. like count dracula's all rich and like cool and stuff yeah. <laughs> but yeah so uh check some of those out i think okay all right uh, I'm gonna just. I think I'm gonna pick um, on my list uh, the Night of the Living Dead, 1968, just because it was like the zombie design, the, the defining movie, and I'm a big zombie movie fan, as I mentioned earlier. So uh, it is like you created of, the genre. Yeah, and that started it, uh, and it was a very controversial movie. Uh, when you read about that, if you read about that, it's crazy. Like they showed that to a bunch of preteens, like kids. That's how that movie premiered in 1968, like, <laughs> in, in, a, in a Saturday morning theater. Um, just doesn't make any sense at all what was going on in 1968 that they did that but uh yeah it was it, it's like i don't know I, I like what it defined it basically set a uh, atmosphere in like one small location a house uh and it you know basically had undead creatures coming back and you know it was kind of the creation of the zombie even though it was kind of earlier there were some zombie kind of things earlier in movies uh this was like the slow-moving zombies that we the Romero zombies they're called now they're like iconic you know the, the slow-moving zombies so um so yeah that's what I'm gonna go with but uh yeah so I think that's it right there it is yeah that's gonna wrap up our top 13 movies and honorable mentions uh that's gonna wrap up the episode uh thank you for tuning in write us podcast at allgeek.net Follow us on Twitter, on Geek, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and uh, let us know what you think of our list. Write us again. Like you said, we can give us comments on everywhere I just listed. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can comment on our movies down below if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, and, um, yeah, tune into the Gamescast. we got some controversy to talk about there. <laughs>